are visiting with Congressman-elect, soon-to-be Congressman Bill Flores. He's getting sworn in in Washington today. And, uh, Mr. Flores, I want to ask you, it's been uh, just about two months since uh, you were elected. And give us an idea of what's transpired since then. What's it like for you going in the transition from being a Congressman-elect to becoming a Congressman? Well, it is a, it is a very interesting process, as you can uh, well imagine. It's also... Uh, it has been a very busy time. Uh, I believe it's nine weeks uh, uh, since we had the election. Uh, since that point in time, we've had to uh, begin working on setting up three district offices. We've had to work on uh, getting our D.C. office set up, and I'm pleased to say that we have uh, uh, pretty well put the team together for uh, all of those offices. Uh, and it, it, we've had to uh, learn the, uh, the rules of the House as well as uh, the federal ethics guidelines for elected officials. Uh, and to get to know um, uh, each other in the freshman class, and to get to to get to know the other uh, the other members of Congress, it's been a very uh, very interesting time. Uh, I've likened it many times to drinking from a fire hose. Uh, in terms of uh, uh, emotional reactions, I have to say there is a sense of awe, and uh, that uh, you, you feel when you uh, walk through the Capitol, and you, uh, particularly when you go through Statuary Hall, and you think about the fact that the early houses of representatives, uh, the, the early house representatives used to meet in that, that facility. Uh, and uh, when you're down on the house floor, you feel that same sense of awe. Uh, but you also feel a sense of awesome responsibility because the country faces many difficult challenges today. And uh, you realize that uh, uh, it's real. You have to, uh, you, you've got to do what you said you'd take care of uh, in terms of big issues that I wanted to tackle are jobs, uh, to grow good private sector jobs here in the United States, uh, to create a robust economy uh, for our, uh, so that our children will have uh, uh, a strong economy and a strong economic future, and then also to uh, instill some fiscal responsibility in the federal budget. And we're going to talk to you about those uh, some of those issues here in just a moment, but as we have talk about you going to Washington, I want to ask, who has been uh, most helpful to you? Um, I'm sure a lot of people have, but who are some of the people who have been helpful to you in making that transition? I know in your, you know, in your speech you said you never intended to run for elected office. Now, here you are. Who, who have you leaned on for, uh, for support and guidance? Well, I have to say, uh, uh, the, the, you know, I've, re- I've relied on God predominantly, uh, and, and there are hundreds of people back home that have been praying for my for my family and for me daily, and as well as praying for our country and for our military men and women. And I have to say they have been, uh, I feel it, that they've been a, a sense of inspiration for me. Uh, they help keep me uh, calm and comfortable during uh, the challenges that we're going to face as we, we start this new phase of our lives. So I've, I've relied on uh, that uh, first, and then secondly, I've relied on my wife. Uh, and then we've had a great team of uh, advisors and people that uh, worked with us on the campaign that have made, some of them whom have made the transition to working with us in our, in our uh, uh, congressional office, and they have been, uh, been very helpful. Uh, again, we've, we've fully assembled our D.C. team. We've assembled most of our district team, and uh, so I think we're going to be able to hit the ground running. 
you know, you, you talked about getting to know your fellow congressmen. Uh, just like you, there's a, uh, a lot of new congressmen in, in this huge freshman class, and of course a lot of attention will be paid, you know, I think to your class because of the, um, you know, the big gains that Republicans made. What, what, what kind of sense of uh, purpose do you feel like you guys have as a freshman class? Well, you're exactly right. Most of us that are a part of this uh, class of 96, uh, there are 87 Republicans and nine Democrats, uh, were elected on the same uh, three issues, uh, jobs, the economy, and, and uh, deficit spending. And uh, most of us came from the real world. Uh, most of us had never uh, even had an inkling that we'd ever run for public office. And we want to hit the ground running. We want to address those issues that the American people sent us here to, to take care of because, I, in my view, we as a country don't have much time for business as usual the way it was before. We were driving the country toward bankruptcy. We were sending jobs overseas at an ever-increasing rate uh, and uh, coming up with uh, uh, new programs that seem like every day to kill, kill jobs and kill the economy. We've got to address those uh, head on and address them very quickly. You know, you talk about hitting the ground running and addressing those quickly. And it sounds like you guys are going to be attacking some pretty big issues right away. That's correct. I mean, for instance, the first thing we're, we, our first uh, uh, Republican conference meeting is this afternoon to uh, finalize our rules package so that we can come up with a, a new way of doing business in the House um, so that uh, you see real transparency in legislation. Uh, as, it, as they work their ways through committees and onto the House floor, and that uh, uh, you see uh, a way that legislation can reflect the will of people by by having amendments uh, being able to off, be offered on the House floor, uh, and real review times for the American people and for those of us in Congress so that we can read the legislation. I mean, a, a time that we can do that. Um, those are the, the... So we have that rules vote, um, that rules discussion coming up today, the rules vote will be tomorrow, and then you're going to see us start talking about repealing Obamacare on Friday. How, how do you intend to, you know, you know, like you said, create more jobs, improve the economy, and then also instill that sense of fiscal responsibility that you campaigned on? It's hard for me to say exactly uh, in terms of the blocking and tackling how we're going to do that, mm -hmm. but I can tell you this. Every, every time I look at a piece of legislation, I'm going to look at it through the, the, the following filter. What does that legislation do to a small business or a large business that's trying to make the commitment to create a job? What does it do to create a robust economy for our kids and our grandkids? And what does it do toward getting the toward uh, instituting fiscal responsibility in the federal government? I'm going to look at every piece of legislation as we. Uh, through that filter, and I think it'll be obvious as to whether or not legislation is going to become uh, job-creating or job-killing. And with respect to jobs, I think it's, it's, it's important for people to know the federal government doesn't create jobs. The federal government either gets in the way of the private sector creating jobs or it gets out of the way and lets the private sector do what it does best, and that's to create good, good American jobs. You, you, you talk about the, the fiscal responsibility side of things, and we're obviously hearing a lot about the national debt. In fact, it sounds like one of the things that's even being talked about there on Capitol Hill is I increasing the debt ceiling. Do, do you have some maybe general ideas about ways you would like to you know, a attack the national debt and try and restore some of that fiscal responsibility? 
Well, I've got some general ideas. I, I think the first thing we need to do is we need to roll our spending levels back to where they were in, in, somewhere in the fiscal 2006 to fiscal 2008 time period. If you th just think about it on a macro basis, we were still fighting two wars uh, back during that, those time periods. Uh, but those were those are defined as pre-bailout, pre-stimulus time periods. And the deficits that we had back in those days were, were between – uh, 10 to 20 percent of the deficits that we have today and we as americans didn't think that the federal government was starving to death in, in those days mm -hmm. so i think you know you take a two-step process roll spending back to, to those time periods and then we've ultimately got to get spending back to where it doesn't exceed 18 percent of the gdp and I want, I want to ask you too we talk a lot about national issues but certainly the the, the local aspect of uh, the local aspect is a big part of being a a congressman. Would you have any uh, goals in mind for there, looking at the, uh, the, the Central Texas side of the ledger? Uh, in terms of the cent Central Texas, first of all, everybody in Central Texas are Americans first, and they want to have a strong America for their kids and grandkids to grow up in. And we could, we, we could, we could bankrupt America by bringing a lot of money home to Central Texas, so back to District 17. So let's Let's, keep, let's always put America first, and if we put America first, then the state of Texas does well, and then District 17 does well. But I believe that, that any project in Central Texas that is a critical national priority can be funded through a transparent appropriations process, and that I would work hard to do to get those projects funded. Uh, but they have to be critical national priorities. So I don't want to do things like we used to do through the earmark process, where in order to get a contract for L3, I have to fund the Charlie Wrangell Center. Mm -hmm. That is what that that whole budgetary, that whole way of thinking with respect to our budget and our spending and our appropriations, is what has uh, created the fiscal disaster that we have today. You know, and finally, I want to ask you: what What does it mean to you personally to know that? You know, you're in a district where people have elected one man for 20 years, and then the times changed, and you came along, ran, and they decided to make that change. What does that, I guess, responsibility mean to you? And when you look at the, the shape that the country's in this time in our American history, I guess what kind of emotion does that fill you with? Uh, a sense of awesome responsibility and a, uh, a, a sense of solemnness because I don't, we don't have time to uh, uh, for much on-the-job training. We've got to hit the ground running. We've got to uh, to try to work the country through these these difficulties, and, and we've got to do it very quickly. So I, a, a sense of awesome responsibility is the way I'd characterize it. Well, well Congressman Flores, uh, th thank you so much. I know it's a, a, a busy time out there getting things done, so I appreciate you giving us uh, some of your time this morning. You bet, Derek. Good luck, and let us know if we, if we can help you any other way.